production. This is the Rush Hour with AB and Elliot's podcast. AB, I'm about to hit my social quota for the year in one weekend. This is unheard of. My lineup this weekend, I'm having dinner tonight with people. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'm having a lunch with my two best mates I haven't seen in ages. Oh, cute. And then my brother is coming to visit. We're on the Gold Coast, so he's going to stay on the Gold Coast with us after his soccer game. And then we're going out to dinner with two other friends that are two of my best mates we haven't seen in ages, so we're all going together. And then Sunday, my brother and I are having a boys' day until I leave. That's it. That's me to done be for the year. fair, though... What? Social quota doesn't count when it's family because you can be like, don't speak to me, and they're not going to get offended. Yeah, but everyone else. Yeah, I know. I'm really shocked by this. Who are you? I don't know. What's happening with you? Because you you scheduled these things knowing. Normally you'll go on a trip and not even tell people you're there because you don't want them to contact you. You know what's wild is I organised most of I know. I can imagine you did. What's going on with me? I mean, you do like food, so it is a back-to-back food. Which no, food, food is food is the draw card. But mm. this much socialising, maybe I'm changing. And you've got outfits and everything planned? <laughs> no, you do, don't you? Because the no. cute stuff. No, I've got the same polo shirt I'm wearing today. All I brought with me was two shirts and two pairs of shorts. <laughs> I only have carry-on. I had to take a massage ball because my back hurts and my Yeti. What's takes the up boys? Bag. What's boys' day consist of? Uh, burgers, wings, a little bit of punting. Top golf? Look, nah. I hate golf now. Remember yeah, but I top quit. golf's different. Nah, I don't want to pick up a golf club ever again in my life. I actually don't know how you and um, your husband and I are ever going to hang out again because that was what yeah, we... Yeah, it feels like you've written us off. That's all right. Well, I tried to play squash with him and he brushed me, so he can get stuck. Yeah, because he said that he's too good and it embarrasses him or some shit. He was know. the one that said, <laughs> hey, come play squash, I'll teach you how. Oh, did he? Yeah. This changes things. I'll go back to him, don't you worry. It's not like I said, hey, yeah, I'm pretty good, let's go play. I said I've never played before, so you're going to have to be patient. Yeah, this is on brand for him. You know, last night, mm. he was an absolute grump to me. I got back from being away for the for 42 yeah. for flood relief. He was a total grump. And then he had the nerve at about 5 a.m. this morning to be like, you up? I was like, mate! For, for what? What do you reckon? No. Yes, he did. No, at 5 a.m.? Last night I said to him, because I watched this video and this girl said, you know, make a playlist for your baby with songs that you and your husband yeah. like. Because She reckons that she played it to the womb and then when the baby was born, those songs calmed the baby. So I said, oh, it would be such a nice idea. Do you have any songs to contribute? And he was like, I just don't have time for this at the moment. I'll do it at a later date. I was like, geez, all right. Well, he doesn't right. have time for that as he sits at home doing nothing. Yeah, pretty much. And right. uh, anyway, he was like, I don't have time for this. And then and was a total jerk. I said, oh, well, I'm just going to leave you be. And then had the the absolute nerve this morning to, to, to reach around. Over. That's disgusting. Yeah, he tried to reach around. I, I know that's you when I... obviously didn't let him. I <laughs> did the whole like, oh, my pain in my belly. <laughs> you got so many good excuses. It's the best, honestly. Feel free to steal some. Heartburn Me? is a really good one. Because I, don't know if I, I don't know if I could be. But even if you're not pregnant, you could have heartburn. Yeah, well, I do. But I also, like, like at the moment, I don't really want to turn down that yeah, if, I get, true, if, I, if I get that offer. That's the thing. It could run out one day when oh, she gets pregnant. <laughs> well, she won't want to anymore. Trust I still, me. I still, like, if I had to put money on it today, I don't think we'll end up doing that. <sighs> yeah. Uh, like, maybe. I'm open to it maybe one day. But if I, I think if, you'd be if, really if good at it. I've, mm, I think that sometimes and then other times, you know, Abby loses her phone for a day and, and I can't turn on my car because the <laughs> key's broken. So I'm like, well, could we look after a child? Maybe not. But do you know, know what I can see? What's that? Is a child coming into you and going, Dad, I dinged the car or something. Yep. 
and you sitting them down, shutting the door <laughs> and being like, mate, I'm really disappointed in you, you know. I'm not angry. Because you, you're good at these talks with me, you know. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, you're a really good kid. Yeah. You got your license. I'm really proud of you. Yeah. But you just got to focus more. This is how you're letting yourself down. In that you would be the best yeah. at the hard line Talks. I always thought I'd be a good junior sporting coach, even in codes I didn't understand because the pep talk would be immaculate. Oh, yeah, like the, yep. oh, captain, my captain kind of crap. Let's stand yeah, on chairs much. and yep. chant. Hopefully what? with less dead kids in that movie, but oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I might watch that tonight. Why? Why, when I mention dead people, does it make you want to watch a film? Because it's a great movie. I love Robin a, Williams. It is, it is. It is. I've got a, a little Robin Williams. Actually, I've got two Robin Williams tattoos on my body. Rightly so. The man was yeah. a legend. He's, he's the celebrity I have tattooed the most. Oh. Yeah. Well, if you I'm can name three movie references I have tattooed on my body, I'll... Well, I won't give you anything, but you'll win um, the game. You have a Johnny Cash one, don't you? Negative. Good start, though. <laughs> <laughs> is there Oh Captain, My Captain? No. You suck at this. All like, that, like Robin Williams Mrs. Doubtfire quote. No, you're terrible at this. I have, I have Scar from The Lion King saying, I'm surrounded by idiots. That's my favourite one. Yeah, yeah. Um, are I these have, in like naughty places or are they obvious? No, that one's under my bicep if I had one. Okay. Um, I've then got the key of room 237 from The Shining. Oh, I, I a, love that movie. Yeah. I got a Jaws poster. It says Amity Island welcomes you. Yeah. Um, you didn't got, go to, did you go to Amity Island when you went to America? No, nah, it was too expensive to get there and stay. Um, yeah, okay. Do you know the best a, bit about that movie is? What? When he takes that call and he's like, no, I will not go to Brisbane, Australia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else we got? We got the genie from Aladdin. That's from Lee. What's the quote? No, it's just the genie just sitting, sitting in a little cloud. What's the next movie you'll get? Mm. Obviously, something from that new Sydney Sweeney movie that you think is J- critically just acclaimed. Yep. I'm going to get Sydney Sweeney's bosoms on my back. That's the plan. <laughs> from the shower scene. That's the plan. Um, all right, let's look at the show quickly today before we duck on out of here. Uh, hilarious. I actually did feel bad for you because you had to push the buttons today. I don't feel bad for you for that because you know how to do it. But we had our first F bomb in ages. Yeah, um, I had to do the dump. Did it scare you, the dump button? Scares me. It's got okay. So to paint the picture and peel yeah. back the curtain, yeah. it has little swear button signals on it. Like it's yeah. got like hashtag divide yeah. or percentage, and then an exclamation mark. So you know it's for swearing. It's got a red circle around it. You can't miss the button. No, yeah. but I still pressed it and thought it didn't work. And then I went through the whole. I'm gonna get fired over this. But it was such a. And you'll hear the bloke. He plays there. Oh, does he play? Who gives a shit? I can't remember. Yeah, he did. He, no, no, oh, sorry. No, he, he rang in about his brother right. he was uh, pissing yeah. on him. That's, yeah, it's, it's not or as vomiting. dirty as it No, sounds, vomiting. Yeah. It was the vomiting one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was the most relaxed, nonchalant swear you'll ever hear in your life, but it did have to be dumped. Oh, you yeah, because did you question as well? You were like, I, I well, didn't think he swore you, for a second. You looked like you just sat there for a sec. I'm like, she's not going to press the button. I'm like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to dump that. No, he definitely dropped an F. Yeah. He did it so effortlessly. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you won't hear it in the podcast, but listen anyway. You might. Luke might actually. Luke might put it in with a bleep. No, he's That's not a lot going of to. This is for Friday. Leave him alone. True, right. true, true. We'll talk to you later. Bye. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Who gives it? Now, it's the time of the week where we have our best prize available for you. It's very simple. You need to call the Rush Hour on one triple three five three. We own a show steer. He is beautiful. His name, his name 
is Wombat. Now, Wombat poops magical manure. That's all there is to be said. When he poops, you put that manure on Queensland plants, they seem to grow tenfold. So we're giving it away. Uh, but there is a hoop you have to jump through. You call the rush hour on 13353 and you win a teeny tiny quiz. AB, who we got? We have got Ben from Bundaberg this afternoon. How are you, mate? Ben in Bundy, you there, brother? You there, Ben? This is going well. Yeah, it's successful. Does this mean no one wins? Let's try again. Ben in Bundy, have we got you? Hello. Hello, oh, mate. How are you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? Good. Now, you got a, a hard choice here. you got to pick myself or AB to play against in this quiz. Who you got? Yourself, Elliot. Excellent you want to play me? choice, Ben. Yep. Ben, Finally. I've never been, never been defeated, just so you know. No, you've never been played. I've oh, also never been defeated. <laughs> That's how, how easy it is. So the, how do the rules go, AB? So basically, I'm going to ask yep. you a question each, and yep. whoever gets the most wins the poo. It's as easy as that. Okay. All right, let's start with Elliot for this one. Right. I'm going to make the harder question for Elliot, Ben, because okay. I think you've got the goods. Yep. Right. How many Oscars does Leonardo DiCaprio have? Oscars or like the best Oscar? Just just an Oscar. Oh, I'm going to say one because he got it for that boring <laughs> bear movie. Thank that you. That is correct. He should have more, but he only has one. And he got it for The Revenant where yeah. Dead said he just crawled across the snow for three hours. That was a hard watch. Hey, okay. Ben. Hey, Ben. Yes. Get stuffed. I'm winning. <laughs> Not Both for long. Are. I reckon Ben's got this in the bag. Which band sings the song Californication, Ben? Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Nicely done. There was sufficient enough time to Google that, but I do not care. (laughs) Ben got it for sure. Okay, Elliot, in the video game Angry Birds, what colour are the pigs? (laughs) Pink. The pig is pink. No. They are green. green. Bonus point for Ben. Jumping in and giving you the correct one. Yep, Ben gets another tick as well. Okay, Ben. The pig's green. What's the nationality of Picasso? French. He is unfortunately Spanish, but it's all right because you got the Angry Birds question before because it's my rule, so you're in the lead. doesn't matter what Elliot gets here because you win anyway. Uh, What is is the largest planet in the solar system, Elliot? Uranus. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) Or is it? It's actually Jupiter. Congratulations, Ben. The win is for you. You won the poo. And also... No one wins in that Yeah, Yeah. you you win the the great honour. Yeah. Of beating Elliot and potentially ruining his weekend because he's so bloody competitive. Well done, Ben. Thank you. On you, mate. Have a great weekend. Oh, what oh, a fella. How does I'm it a... feel? Oh, to be Humbling? honest, getting in the anus line was worth it. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> and Masavi, we want to take your calls on one triple three five three. What happened when you shared a room with your sibling? Oh. Now. That's a anyone with siblings just shuddered. Yeah, yeah I feel across the whole state. I'd love to have stories from your childhood, but also adult life as well, and that's where my tale comes from today. So this weekend, I'm having a weekend with my brother on the Gold Coast. Um, 
you know, most people go to the Gold Coast for a dirty weekend. We'll probably have two burgers and milkshake tomorrow and fall asleep at 8 o'clock. Um, <laughs> but the issue is on the hotel booking, I thought I had two rooms for us. Unfortunately, no, I just have two beds in one room. I am in my 30s. My brother is in my 20s. We are grown men sleeping five inches apart. Now, will you go head to tail or both heads at no, the No, no, no. It, you didn't listen. Two double beds. Oh, Two okay. double beds. But it's in the same room. So That's not so bad. The issue I have with my brother is he is one of the great sleepwalker, sleep talkers I've ever met in my life. Now, I'll flash you back 10 years ago. I've never told this story because he had said I wasn't allowed, but stuff him. 10 years ago, we did the same thing. We went on a weekend away. Actually, it was the Sunshine Coast that time. My brother at times is known to urinate in his sleep. <gasps> During an adult. this trip, well, yeah, he was just an adult by then. During this trip, whilst I was trying to get to sleep at night, I watched him stand up, murmur, stumble all across the place, walked into the cupboard where my suitcase just so happened to be, <laughs> unleashed the monster and weed everywhere. <laughs> to this day, AB, I swear he did it on purpose I despite have. having a sleep walking condition. Yeah, next boyfriend do that on my computer. Uh, <laughs> mine's not as bad, but yep. my sister Dom, because I was one of three, so my brother would always get the rollout trundle bed and my sister and I would have to share a bed. Yep. And she was a sleep kicker. She sleeps oh. on diagonal across yeah. her bed. I don't know how her boyfriend puts up with it, but she's a kicker, so she would kick me throughout the night. We, we should have put your sister and my brother together because then she could have kicked him when he started doing awful things. <laughs> but one, triple, Noted. three, five, three. What happened when you shared a room with your sibling? Like I said, love to get stories from any age bracket. Whether you did it as an adult, the stories from kids are always awesome as well. Live across Queensland on Triple M, the Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. I want to hear from you today. One triple three five three is that phone number. What happened when you shared a bedroom with your sibling? Now, again, you could go back to when you were kids. It could be an adult life. My brother is famously a sleepwalker and unfortunately a sleep peer. A few years ago, stayed together in a hotel, same room, and he peed in the cupboard where my bag was. This weekend, we're in the Gold Coast having a boys' weekend. I've accidentally booked that same damn room where we have two double beds next to each other, and I, I swear, AB, it could go down again. I hate to tell you, but even if you mm. were in different rooms, he still could pee on your he'd, luggage. He'd find a way. If, <laughs> if there's a, a will, there's a pee. Absolutely. All right. To the phones, one triple three five three. Aaron in Rocky. This happened when you were seven, mate. Tell us about it. Yeah, no, well, we brother and I were staying in the same room, and... um. Uh, I was sleeping on the mattress beside his bed and he had a stomach bug that day. Um, and we, uh, I think it was about 10 o'clock at night, he decided he was going to throw up and he, he um, put it on the side of the bed instead of putting it on the bedside table. Uh, oh no. Uh, Aaron, in, in terms of comparisons, you've seen the movie The Exorcist? Yeah, yeah. S- similar? Uh, definitely similar. Yeah, projectile, projectile. <laughs> I ended up, he ended up knocking it off about five seconds later, oh, and it fell gosh. all over my face. And <laughs> on you, mate. Thanks for the call. All right, see ya. One triple three five three. If you'd like to reach out to the rush hour this afternoon, poor old, I will say this: we just had old, to dump that call, so I did cut out for a yeah, second there. Yeah, poor old AB. <laughs> it's the first time she's had to push the buttons in the studio for ages. I take it weekend away. It's her I first F bomb in ages. I hope I got that in time, everyone. Please uh, don't we'll, complain if I didn't. We'll find out. <laughs> um, let's take a trip to Warwick next. Uh, again, asking you what happened when you shared a bedroom with your siblings. Jackie joins us. What's your story, Jackie? Jackie, we got you there. Yes. Hi. There we go. Hello. Good. 
Yeah, okay. Um, basically, when we were kids growing up, um, we were living in caravan. We share a day and night together. So during the daytime, it was our lounge. Nighttime, we put it down in the bed. And we had mm-hmm. six kids, head to toe. So you'd quite often wake up with either a foot in your mouth or you'd have a foot <laughs> up your backside. Or if God help us, if someone decided to pass win and we'd everyone to get a Dutch oven. Oh, Jackie. It is fun. It is interesting, though. Like, I used to complain about being one of three in a room, and my mum was one of seven, and that was her life every night. Like, that wasn't just a sleepover occasion. She shared rooms 24-7. Some much-needed perspective. Jackie, could we go back to the passing win for a second here? If if there's six of you in a caravan, was it at least easy, if you were the one that was the the Tootie McTootie, was it easy to pass off to someone else? Because I feel like no one would ever take blame. Uh, yeah, actually, it yeah. was pretty easy to yeah. pass it off and go, oh, that wasn't me. <laughs> Jackie sounds you, very Jackie. guilty in that instance. All right, let's go weekend. to Mackay now. Bailey, it was your sibling. Can you tell us what happened? Yeah, it was my brother. Hello? Yeah, we got you there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was my brother, my older brother. He's about 10 years older than me. Uh, not once, but twice while I'm asleep in bed. He's uh, come along thinking that on the toilet and actually peed on me. <gasps> oh. <laughs> okay, okay, Bailey, let, let's let's go down this rocky road. The first time, <laughs> were you forgiving? First time, I thought it was a mistake, you know, like yep. mum said, oh, he's tired, you know, yep. he wouldn't have meant to do it. Yeah. But a couple of years later, the second time, I, mm. it's, I, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a hate crime by that point. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good on you, Bailey. Oh, That's a ripper. Hey, coming up next he knew on. exactly what he was doing, that brother. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elias. I never thought I'd see this day. There's a wonderful podcast called Sports Bazaar with Titus O'Reilly and Mick Malloy. You can grab via listener. These are two of the, the manliest, toughest men I've ever met in my life. <laughs> no sport is off limit in this podcast, AB. And this week, they're going after Taylor Swift. Well, <laughs> and, and Travis Kelsey. Titus. Hello, mate. I am fascinated to know how you plan on breaking this down. <laughs> well, we really just wanted to cash in, you know. We're, <laughs> we're shameless in that regard. But I was really wanting to put in, I had a bunch of stories about famous athletes who have dated entertainers. And so this was a good in to sort of do all of them because there's so many, you know, who can forget, you know, Posh and Bex to mm. Joe DiMaggio, Marilyn Monroe and my favourite, Dennis Rodman and Madonna, one of the great love stories of all time. <laughs> Who could forget? I would like to know, though, Titus, obviously the Swifty phenomena has played a huge part in the NFL success this year, but it does seem to be growing as a sport in Australia every year anyway. Have you seen that to be the case? Oh, yeah, no, it's it's huge. I mean, I, I'm old enough to remember growing up. I was into the NFL and the baseball when I was young, and we had to go to the news agents and get a three-month-old newspaper, like magazine to find out who'd won. So now you can watch it <laughs> on your phone while you're meant to be working. So it's no wonder it's sort of taken off. Now, in, in terms of, I mean, Travis Kelsey is in the country at the moment. Of course, Taylor Swift's doing all her gigs in a lot of people at the airport today. Did you convince Mick Malloy to go along with you? Were you in the 94,000 at the G the other night? <laughs> we were. We were both went. We went different nights. Um, but this is an absolute true story. 
Mick's not a huge Swifty, but came away a huge Swifty. But he really? handed me. <laughs> this is true. He handed me uh, two friendship bracelets, which shows you, you know, which oh, everyone wow. spots friendship bracelets. And one of them said beer, and the other one said kebab. <laughs> and I've got them, oh, very I've got them on right now. I said, I'm so glad you gave it to me and not a 13-year-old girl. There would have been some odd looks. But... <laughs> <laughs> he, he was absolutely sold on it. He loved it. And give you an idea of the size. I mean, when Arizona last year hosted the Super Bowl, they hosted the first era's concert ever um, about six months later. And they said it brought in almost twice as much money as the Super Bowl. So that's wow. how big this is. It is, yeah, it, it's out of control. My biggest fear as an NRL fan personally, Titus, and I imagine AFL fans out there feel the same, is that the NFL, as a result of this infiltrating Australia more means more of our talent is getting stolen and paid tens of millions of dollars instead of a few hundred thousand dollars a year. Well, it's true. I mean, it, it seems, you know, a lot of them can go over and... and kick a footy and that's they they play they have about four plays a game and you can make quite a lot of money. Yeah, it's like thirteen minutes of actual play. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just it's so hard to actually get into. I think the one thing that holds NFL back, and I'm an NFL fan, but compared to our two great games it is in Australia, the stop start nature of it Mm-hmm. is I think Australians just find that a bit hard overall. You know, the ability to play the whole time is, is kind of exciting. Well, well there, learn from you today, Titus. There are so many things that weren't on my bingo card for 2024 that all of a sudden have appeared. Uh, I mean, first and foremost is Mick Malloy having friendship bracelets. Second <laughs> of all is, them is as well. Titus O'Reilly and Mick Malloy going to a Taylor Swift concert. And third is Sports Bazaar covering Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. The brand new episode is up now via the listener app or wherever you grab your podcast. Titus, you're an incredibly funny human being, mate. We love the pod. Appreciate your time. Uh, Thanks for having me on again. Earlier this week, Elliot, I had the great honour of going and seeing one of my favourite bands live in action. I'm talking about Blink-182. And it was wonderful. I've been really fortunate of late, actually. I've gone to, like, a lot of musical events Mm. because I often don't have the initiative to do it. My dad loves to buy us tickets to go to shows as a family. And there has been something I've noticed of late that I just think needs to be put in the bin for good. And it seems to be more of a habit of the younger artists than the older artists because Blink-182, the performance was outstanding from start to just before the finish. Now, just before the finish, Blink, like many artists before them, they did their last song, which was mm. Damn It, one of their really, really good hits. They said a quick goodbye to everyone. You know, the fake, oh, yeah, okay, thanks so much, walk off really quickly, and you go to yourself, oh, it's going to be an encore. They're obviously not going to say bye really quickly. They're going to put more effort into this, and they're going to come back. They came back for the encore, and they did the absolute unthinkable <laughs> They performed a new song. <laughs> so rather than playing any of the classic hits that we know and love, yeah. coming back and the ones that, you know, you tick off on the list and go, oh, they haven't played Adam's song or they haven't played Always. They yeah. came back and played new crap that we don't even know. Whoa, whoa, whoa careful new crap. When's the last time Blink-182 released new music? How long's it been? A year ago. So it's a brand new song for the first time in over 12 months. You guys are the first ones to hear it. 
No, it's been out for a year. Do you know how amazing that is? It's been out for a year. Oh, okay. So, sorry. You said new song well, as in new-ish it was brand new. Right, compared okay. to the stuff Not that came the out hits. in the year 2000. Okay. I thought you were the first ears around it. You were complaining. Far well, out. I mean, even that. Mm. Encores should never be new songs. And right. in general, I just yep. think that encores need to go altogether. Because what? there were two extraordinary acts that I saw last year. Yep. Uh, Paul McCartney. And yep. then a few years before that, I saw Elton John. Yep. Neither of those guys needed to do encores. They just finished their set with a banger, yep. walked off, said goodbye. That's that. Why do we do this gimmicky crap it's not gi- with oh, encores? This it's not gimmicky crap. Yeah, see ya. Okay, we walk off. Everyone in the crowd goes, oh. encore, encore. Do you, do you know what it back. is? I hate it. Do you know what it is? It's a mutual respect thing. It's when... The artist is so is so wanted by the crowd that they give them a little bit more. I'll give you an example. The Cure. The Cure are known for being the best encore band of all time to the point where they play up to five songs after coming back on sometimes. So don't say it's a, it's a young band thing. It's not. It's a traditional thing and it's a respect thing. If a band respects the crowd, if the crowd sucks, by the way, they won't come back on. If the crowd gives them nothing, they'll say, nope, see you later. But if the crowd is up and about, that's an excuse to come back out there and rock out, right. baby. It is 2024. Mm. You're paying upwards of 300 tickets for a damn ticket. Pa- 300 for tickets a- <laughs> for a damn ticket. $300 for a damn ticket. So you should get more music. No, therefore, I- I'm happy to get the more music. Just yep. don't tack it on with this, oh, bye, oh, encore, encore. Just give me the songs straight up. I obviously want to be there. I've paid big oh cash for it. You're an ungrateful little swine sometimes. Dead set. <laughs> Dead set. Those artists gave everything of themselves to you, and you're so ungrateful. Less new music, thanks. I, I don't understand. <laughs> I had a nightmarish start to the day that actually finished all right, AB. We're going to start with the negatives. I was at the airport this morning. That sucks. Uh, Sorry for that. Well, no. I, I actually quite like airports. They're, for the most part, peaceful, and I like structure, and they work pretty well. And paying $11.50 for a coffee is... No, I never buy that's one. That's part I, of living. I just get a water. Um... It started with me realising that I'd managed to book a flight on a Friday morning, a Friday morning where the Swifties were out and about. So there were Swifties from across regional <laughs> Queensland uh, flying down to, I think, Sydney tonight is our next gig. Yep, that's right. Yep. So I had hundreds and hundreds of teenage and even younger girls squealing at stupid o'clock this morning, ready to go. <laughs> it was so... It's the busiest I've ever seen a regional Queensland airport. I'm not going to lie. You know Blink-182 is also on in Sydney tonight at the same location? Right. Well, these girls weren't seeing Blink-182, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. So probably Too much glitter. Yeah. So I was in a, I was in a crap mood because I thought my flight to the Gold Coast was going to be pretty hunky-dory. thought no one would be on it. It ended up being chockers because apparently some people were connecting from the Gold Coast to Sydney as well. So behind me I would have had a group of one, two, maybe four rows of Swifties. And I was ready for a long flight. I don't have my noise-cancelling headphones at the moment. I was not happy. But what I learned over time, and the new me in 2024, is that maybe Swifties aren't so bad after all. Because I sat there on this flight in a feral mood. I'm still sore from that bloody walk we did two days ago. And you know what the Swifties did? The Swifties saw me limping and they put my bag up for me like an old man. Oh, bless. It was the most beautiful thing. As I walked on there, I scowled at them. And what do they do is I I limped towards road 28. Somehow I'd booked the back of the bus. They said, sir, can we help you? I said, yes, you can. 
They put my bag up. They took two of them to get it up there. And throughout the flight, they were cheering things that I didn't understand. They were cheering when the flight attendant would make an announcement. They were cheering when they said you can order your coffees now. They cheered when the seatbelt side went off. And they cheered when they said we were landing. Swifties, I had you wrong from the outset. I thought you were ignorant a-holes, but it turns out you're just happy, happy, joy, joy kids with half a brain in your head. It is. Thank you for being you. I mean, firstly, I'm shocked yeah. that you just said all of that. Secondly, it's so true because they're wonderful. They're yeah. happy. Let them be happy. Let them they have their so one happy. day. What do you say? Don't 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 yum people's. Don't things. yuck other people's don't, yum. Don't yuck other people's yums. But and also, I've, I've been a yuck yummer from way back. You have, you have, you definitely. Well, that is your personality well, you are, you are to a too, T. Okay. I have to say though, it is mm. funny that everybody's negging on all these mm. Swifty kids yeah. when the same energy is applied. Yeah. Come Magic Round, yeah. State of Origin. I've been yeah. on those flights yeah. with those blokes and their West Tigers jersey, thinking that the best is going to happen for them, that anything is possible. It's the same. They're just different jerseys. Shout out out to the Swifties and the parents of Swifties. Lovely kids today. I felt like I was 110 years old when they offered to put my bag up for me, but it was the most beautiful moment I've had this week. I was wrong. You were right. The music still stinks, by the way, but you you guys as a group. And not so bad oh, after Oh, I hope they have the best time at the concert tonight. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot.